0: Hey guys and welcome back to learning to be lost. This week we're talking about the Ironman experience, some of our key takeaways, how social media doesn't portray what's actually going on behind closed doors and what we would do differently next time. There's lots of learnings from the Ironman journey and we really hope that you guys can gain something from listening to this conversation. That being said, if you do enjoy today's episode, if you could just give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on now, that would be brilliant. Okay guys, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, This week has been quite eventful. We've had quite a lot going on, so we do have quite a lot to talk about, but we'll try and keep this short and sweet. So how was your week so far, babe?
1: yeah it's been good it's been it's been very busy i think we've both been quite nonstop this week um, yeah but yes yeah, it's, it's been good i mean it was your birthday yesterday so do you want to talk about that how was your day
0: yeah it was really good thank you I had a it was my 24th yesterday which was great we had quite a nice um relaxed day didn't we really Woke up in the morning. Shah had made like a nice brunch, set the table, had some like nice balloons and some birthday banners. So, yeah, we had a had a nice brunch. I tried caviar for the first time, as well as a raw fig. I, I'd I'd had like fig pudding and stuff like that before, but never a a raw fig. So I tried that and caviar for the first time yesterday, which was lovely. And then my brother came over. We kind of chilled with him for a bit. Had a had a bit of a relax. Then after that, we went out for a nice walk, didn't we? A coffee. And then, yeah, just out with my family in the evening for a nice meal, just a nice relaxed day. It was really good. Got some uh, good memories from the day. So yeah, that, that was kind of great. And then this week, well, the rest of the week, really, I've got off, so I've got Wednesday to Friday off. So today we're, we're going to London and doing some networking Yeah, and then we're going to Kudu in the evening for a meal out, just us two. I've been really wanting to go there for quite some time. So yeah, really looking forward to that. And then Friday, we're off to Manchester. So it's a bit of a busy week coming up. And I'll be honest, because we've got so much going on in the next few days, I've kind of forgotten what I've done for the early part of this week. Oh, actually, no, I do remember I went to Manchester again on Saturday for... A property event with my brother which was really good we um, found some property deals and I went to view them early on this week as well um, which was really good good to kind of uh, get out to Manchester do some networking meet some new people which was interesting I learned a lot and then yeah viewed some properties doesn't look like anything will come of those just yet um, they're kind of not quite right they're just not producing the right level of uh, ROI that we're looking for oh sorry that sounds so boring but yeah so that's kind of been my week a lot going on but it's been really good and yeah I'm officially 24 now so mid-20s no longer early 20s I was speaking to um, Ross at work uh, about this the other day and he was saying he thinks that mid-20s are anywhere from 20 I think you said 24 up to 27 or 28
1: what do you think yeah I would say 24 to 27 and then like 20 to 23 is like early 20s and then 28 29
0: late 20s see I I think 24 to 26 are your mid and then 27 to 29 are your late oh do you yeah but I mean, I'll definitely take 27 being mid-20s <laughs> because, yeah, it, feel, it feels a bit daunting now. I feel like I should really have my life together. Um, well, hence the reason for this podcast, because we definitely don't and we're definitely still feeling very lost. But, but yeah, so that's kind of been a, a roundup of my week, really. It's been quite full on, but it's been really good. Glad to have some time off work. And, yeah, just thank you to all my friends and family that that made the day so special. What about you, babe? How's your week been?
1: Yeah, it's been good. Um, Yeah, I've kind of mainly just been working this week. I had an exciting day on Tuesday. I went to a networking event, which started at like 6.30am. You were not pleased that morning. I was not pleased. Um, (laughs) But to to be honest, once I'd had a coffee and I was on my way, I was like, okay, I'm fine. I'm awake now. Um, But it was really good. Like I had some really cool conversations with people who have been, like, business leaders for a far longer time than myself. Yeah. Um, And, like, they know a lot more than I do. So it's, like, good to learn from those kind of people. Um, But, yeah, I think it's something that I'm going to potentially sign up for. It's called BNI. Um, I'm not sure if, like, any of you guys know it, but it's supposedly the biggest networking event in like the uk so like they have different chapters in different cities um so like there's one in milton keynes which is the one i go to because we're in northampton
0: sorry did you say
1: chapters yeah they're called chapters oh that's interesting yeah um yeah so because we're in northampton i've gone to the one in milton keynes to try and like get market share from there and then like Northampton like will like go out and like speak to people ourselves and like join different no- networking events. Um so yeah, it was really good. It was quite daunting at first because I never kind of really attended a networking event by myself like working for someone else, let alone like for myself. Um so yeah, it was it was good and I learned a lot from it. So I'll pr- I'll probably be going back next week. Um But yeah, other than that, like Joshua said, it was his birthday yesterday and it was really nice to just have a bit of a relaxed day. Like we just had a really like slow morning. Yeah. We watched some Netflix. We watched that Jeffrey Dahmer documentary, like the first episode, and it's really terrifying. (laughs) But I also want to watch the rest. So.
0: Did we speak about Don't Worry Darling on the last podcast? I'm not sure.
1: I'm not sure if we did, but...
0: We've been we've been putting ourselves through it the last few days, haven't we? We we yeah. also went to uh the cinema to watch the new Harry Styles film.
1: I keep calling it the new Harry Styles film and now you are and it's it's not even a Harry Styles film, it's just a film and he stars in it.
0: Okay, the new <laughs> Olivia Wilde film. Yeah. Um that was
1: Josh knows all the drama, he was telling me about it and I was like, Yeah, I've known this for months, hun. Yeah. It's all over my TikTok page.
0: But yeah, so we've we've been kind of putting ourselves through it, but yeah, we we watched some uh, some of the new Def- Jeffrey Dahmer um, docu series. Really good, wasn't it? Actually,
1: yeah, it was good. It was interesting. I do you know what? I actually find like documentaries or the Netflix Netflix series like Full. You know, with um, Christian Grey. I don't know what his real name. is. Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dorman. I Dornan. don't know. You know, when we watched Full, and oh, it had yeah. Christian Grey in it. Yes. 50 shades yes like that was scary right but i actually don't find them too difficult to watch even though it's like a lot of them sometimes are like based on like real events yeah but horror films with jump scares nah jump scares uh,
0: i find those worse than knowing the the like ins and out of like uh intricate like (laughs) killing killing yeah Like the jump scares get me more. I I was also saying yesterday, I think it's so firstly weird. And secondly, I think it's really bad the way serial killers are like glamorized in our society. I think it's so odd because I don't know. Maybe that does lead to like a bit more of like those inspiration things. You know, people that might be a little bit, they're not well. Yeah. Seeing things like that because it is everywhere. You go on Netflix, like even things like You, I think is really bad.
1: Yeah, I never really got into You, to be honest with You, just because I watched Gossip Girl for years and I love Gossip Girl. Yeah. And then the lead in You, I don't know what his name is in the series, but Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl is the lead. And I just couldn't. You know, sometimes you just associate certain films or series with like a person, yeah. and you can't like see them in another light. Yeah. That was how I like saw him, like just as Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl. And so I was like, well, you're actually a bit of a wet wipe in Gossip Girl. So I can't really get behind the whole serial killer kind of stalking vibe. Well, he was a bit of a stalker in Gossip Girl as well, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I just, I never really got gripped. Not going to lie.
0: Yeah, t- took a bit of a tangent there, but you, you were talking about your networking the other day. We're also going for some networking today, which will be good. We're going to... what? What's the event called?
1: So the event is called PPC Live, um, and this really lovely lady called Anu actually started it, I believe, two or three months ago, um, mainly because she was saying, like, It was really hard like as a woman in business to find these events and like actually like have access to them as someone who's like trying to learn more and like attend these networking events, like unless you're working for someone else and they're like paying for you to attend these and even then like let's be honest a lot of the time it's not, you know, the women in businesses that are being paid to go to these, you know, events. It's it's hard to like, yeah. I can't say I particularly know, so I attend don't feel. Them. Um, and the majority for anyone like within the marketing space, like there are like quite a few big events that happen like yearly, um, and like just to name like one of them for example, Brighton SEO, I went to the April one, and there's like one in April, one in October, and the t- tickets are expensive. And I went for one day, and people will go to like three or four days. How much were they? Um, I believe they were like few hundred quid really yeah
0: wow do you think it was worth it
1: at that point in my I guess career yes and no like yes I learned a lot from it but I didn't quite know how to action those learnings because I was still yeah. so early on in that um would I go to it again yes but to be honest with you I think the smaller events are more valuable because people will talk
0: completely agree.
1: and It'll be more of a conversation starter. It's like when you go to a comedian, when you go to a big open thing in like London, like a stadium, stadium or whatever, and you know Catherine Ryan's playing. You know it's great. Don't get me wrong, but you go to a little small venue and there's only like what a hundred of you in there, and it's more personal and it's nice and like you actually you talk to the people next to you and like you have a bit of a joke and it's nicer. It's it feels more intimate and I feel that way about why are you laughing
0: (laughs) i'm laughing because the last time we went to a small intimate uh, comedy set you got absolutely roasted didn't you yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah it was all like white old men just picking on me yeah and yeah it was a bit brutal but it was funny it was good though yeah it was good but um yeah back to this event it's yeah it's called ppc live and I believe it happens once a month on a Thursday Okay. at around 5.30 p.m. So it's like accessible for people who are working a nine to five kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And this one this week is actually in the Shard on the 22nd floor. So I believe they might be working kind of in synergy with Jellyfish who actually have offices in the Shard. Okay. And... They're like the big dogs yeah, in marketing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've, I've heard to, you speak I about jellyfish. To, yeah, like look up to them massively. Like if you work for jellyfish, like to me, it's like bigger than Google. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. it's really cool. Um, and I'm really excited. And she's got some really cool people like speaking at this event today. Um, so yeah, it'll be good. And then... Yeah, like you kind of mentioned later on, once we finish that, which finishes at like 11 o'clock, but we're dipping out at around 9pm because we've then got... Oh, does
0: it finish at 11?
1: Yeah, it finishes quite late because there's like networking afterwards. Ah, okay. The actual talk itself will probably finish around like half seven. There'll be time for us to do a little bit of networking and then we'll need to leave because we've got booking at 9.30. You
0: can see how much I know about this day.
1: Um... Yeah, I'm, so I'm being filled in on the podcast. It's pretty chock-a-block today, not going to yeah. lie. like fine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, w- I was going to say, I think we've really found the value in networking over the last couple of weeks because I was doing some networking in Manchester. Um, obviously, you were doing the B&I networking today and then we're going networking again today. Obviously, it's not just networking, it's also learning. But certainly for us this has been so valuable. Like We're actually getting takeaways from these kind of smaller, more intimate networking events. You know, for your business, you found potential leads through the networking. You know, for, for my side of things with the property, it's led to me talking to people within the industry and actually kind of getting out there and meeting people has been really good. And I'm, this will be my first um, marketing networking kind of thing which I'm really looking forward to because I'd like to think I know a little bit about marketing but I don't know the the complete ins and outs that's more mm. your area of expertise so I'm really hoping to to learn a lot today yeah. which would be good
1: it will be good and I yeah I think it's the last time so I have actually gone to one of these events before I went with my old place and it was actually a really like fun evening out to be honest like do you reckon
0: they're going to be there today
1: no I I asked around I don't think they're going (laughs) (laughs) because I was a little bit hashtag nervous but um yeah the last time I went I found it really valuable I mean I think it was the first one so there were a few little hiccups and like you know you could tell you know a couple of the speakers were a little bit nervous and stuff but I actually quite liked that I thought it's more relatable and it's more like The value that you're giving me is more within reach because I relate to you as a person. Um, There was this one guy, though, and he like rambled up, like, he kept using this analogy of um, this, like, warrior, not warrior, I don't know what they're called, like, this king from back in the day. Okay. I couldn't even tell you. It must have been a
0: great analogy. Yeah. It's really stuck in your mind. It
1: was basically about how. Like, we were identifying the pillars within PPC. So, like, yeah. So, like, he was using the analogy of this king back in the day. Like, what were his pillars that he, like, used to, like, help his kingdom, like, fight off the Vikings or something? I don't know. So.
0: My guy's definitely just read 48 Laws of Power and he's like, how can I incorporate this into the presentation? Well,
1: maybe, but he has a degree in history. So I think he was like putting his history degree to like good use because now he's like doing, you know, PPC. Yeah. So it's like really like irrelevant.
0: I do. I do paid ads, but I've got an interest in yeah, Viking warriors.
1: Yeah. It, it was a, a nice talk nonetheless though um but last time when I went with my work, the two people that I went with like they've been in the industry for a long time, so for them yeah. it was like less valuable and like we left straight after well we left kind of in the middle yeah. of the talk so we, I didn't get an opportunity to kind of network and stuff, so it'll be interesting to kind of do that. Today
0: yeah, I think the thing I'm taking away from this is every kind of couple of weeks we're facing new challenges mm-hmm. and actually what we found this week was because we had started reaching out to potential clients certainly from your side of the business, we were having to do cold calls and this is literally the coldest of leads. It's like we found found them online and we're just ringing and we're trying to get through the the gatekeeper to try and speak to people that may be interested in our services yeah but yeah let's be real the cold calling was unsuccessful the leads we do have have come through networking currently yeah I mean, that's
1: not to say we're going to stop cold calling because it's unfortunately something that you have to do even though none of us kind of enjoy it but yeah it'll be interesting to see like you know a few months from now like our takeaways from like these networking events and stuff
0: yeah i think for me i've got two kind of goals for today firstly it's to learn more about the paid ad space you know because i'm still a novice in in that area but also i'd really like to be able to speak to someone who maybe is a a startup and talk about how they kind of generate those leads when they've not got the traction at that point to kind of justify their work you know yeah. th- they might have been industry professionals and they might have you know 15 years in the industry but actually just because you've had 15 years in in, in the industry doesn't mean you're going to be a brilliant startup so how do you get people to you know form that trust where they then trust you with their business yeah that's that's kind of my main question yeah um, but yeah, there, there's loads to take away and so that's kind of been a quick sum up of our of our weeks really we're we've kind of had a a bit of a chill start to the week and then we've got a busy second half
1: i'm already tired and it's not even the weekend yet yeah and our weekend is gonna absolutely drain us but fine
0: <laughs> yesterday charlotte was walking down the road with a 45p energy drink
1: oh my god way to expose me i know you know like those like energy drinks that you used to drink when you were a child and like you'd go to your local corner shop with like one pound fifty. Yeah, definitely too parents. young
0: to be taking that amount of caffeine. Yeah,
1: definitely too young. But oh my god, those were the days. I used to go to the skate park, I'd get a little forty five P well back then it was like It was like thirty. It well, it was probably like twenty five P. Yeah, maybe Inflation. God do you know what I mean?
0: Damn, Liz Truss.
1: Um <laughs> 25 p. yeah and then i'd get like little sweets and then like an ice cream or something and like that would be my snacks for the day and then i would you know attempt to skateboard and you know usually fall over go home call it a day
0: yeah and you were trying to relive that yesterday
1: yeah i was just trying to get some energy because it was like 6 p.m and i was crashing and i knew we were going out so i was like i need to have energy
0: honestly yesterday i had a coffee at what five o'clock in the evening and i don't usually drink coffee after midday i was so alert until about 11 o'clock yeah did did you see me yeah did you see me at dinner
1: yeah i did but you're always really like talkative and borderline obnoxious so i didn't really think anything (laughs) of it
0: (laughs) no different from usual yeah yeah absolutely but
1: did you see me i had an energy drink and i was still like i'm telling you caffeine does not really do much for me
0: yeah oh really and truly you need 10 hours of sleep a night we've we've realized this
1: yeah i do i've not had a coffee today and i'm like i want to die
0: yeah so i guess we can kind of jump into today's topic because we're just kind of circling now we're just giving you fluff pieces so we wanted to talk about the iron man today because when we were talking about this with various people you know over the last few months we've realized it definitely is a coin with two sides you know most people look at the achievement and actually not necessarily the sacrifice because it was all-consuming for about 10 months, wasn't it? So um, for those that don't know what Ironman is, it's a triathlon event that you have a swim course, a bike course and a run and you do them one after the other. And they're quite long. They're not, you know, ultra distance, but they're certainly that kind of in-between stage between no
1: it's definitely not in between it is very long
0: i th- i i don't know maybe because i look at ultras i kind of look at that and go okay well an iron man isn't an ultra you know
1: yeah but an Ironman for most people is like crazy
0: yeah maybe so yeah the the swim course is 2.4 miles and then you go into transition and then you get into your bike gear and then you do an 112 mile cycle and then you transition again and you go into your run gear and then you do a marathon. So as you can imagine, that isn't something you can do just rolling out of bed on a Saturday and it did take quite a while to train for the events. Ironman had kind of been something I wanted to do for quite a while, probably from about 17 or 18, I'd seen people competing in these events and I'd put it off for... Uh, quite some time i think that was mainly just because i didn't have the resources because triathlon is an incredibly expensive sport you know you look at some of these people that take it seriously and they can quite easily spend 10 grand on a bike and all the rest of it you've got your nutrition and you know your swimsuits and everything else there's so much that goes into it it is thousands of pounds anyway I I then got the opportunity to do an Ironman with uh, my friend Kyle he was planning to do one in Nice in about 10 months time and I thought well I'll just go for it you know at that point I was still I think I was fresh out of university I I think I would just started my full-time job and I was about a month into that and I'll be honest I needed something to kind of distract me for a bit because I was wow, this sounds bad, but I maybe I realized it very early on. I was bored. Um, so I wanted something that would keep me occupied and, you know, the Ironman seemed to do that. So I went from, I couldn't run five miles. I could probably do 5K, but I was smoking, I was drinking. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to go from couch to Ironman in under a year. Um, and that took a lot of time, didn't it, babe?
1: Yeah, it definitely did, but I think you adapted well. Like, I think considering you hadn't really ran like long distances in the past, or cycled long distances, or even open water swam before, like you handled that quite well.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, bit bit of a funny story. So when it came to the Ironman, I I did a half Ironman in Lanzarote, which is, is, it's exactly the same. It's just half the distance um, in each of the categories. And I did that in Lanzarote. And we we went there as a group. Um, and there are a couple of other guys that, that went with us. And um, these guys are all super, super fit. I mean, you can't even quite describe how incredibly athletic they were. You know, all of them had done the World Championships, which is like the the you you need to place in the top three in your age category to go to the world championships and they had all done that so these guys were Ironman vets and so we we got there a few days early and we we went down to the sea to do like a tester swim and they said oh have you um have you done much open water swimming training during your practicing and I was like no I've only done it done it in the pool and they said, oh, so have you ever open water swum before? And I went, no, I've never even put on a wetsuit. <laughs> and they they kind of thought that was a bit crazy. But yeah, so that shows that I was a real kind of novice uh, when it came to this. But yeah, so we kind of have quite a few stories about the Ironman because it did take up nearly a year of our lives. Um, thankfully, I did complete the Ironman in Nice, I did it in about 15 hours and 20 minutes so 40 minutes to spare because I think they have a 16 hour cut off on the uh on the nice course but that was really good so I guess we really just wanted to go into the the kind of intricacies of it because it may have looked brilliant you know I was always out exercising you know it's it's an achievement that some people kind of have said well done and you know other people say oh i could never do that i firmly believe anyone could do an iron man uh it's just willpower sorry i should probably say as well obviously i feel like that's anyone who's young and able-bodied could probably do an iron man you know if if there's something else going on then yeah absolutely there's no reason to do an iron man there definitely was a disparity between what people were seeing online and what was actually going on behind closed doors so I guess I'll throw it to you, Shah. What was your experience of the Iron Man?
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember when you first told me you were doing it and I didn't, like, realise just how much of a commitment it was. Um, yeah. Like, I kind of looked into it and I was like, fuck, that's a bit crazy. But it wasn't until the start of this year that it started to actually feel real. I don't know if you agree.
0: Was that because we had just started living together? You maybe didn't see the training that was going on
1: behind closed doors. Yeah, because I know like when you were still living at your mum's, like you were getting up at like 5am, like training and like doing like your CFA kind of stuff and then going to work and then like doing more. And then like I knew about that, but like it wasn't until we like lived together, like moved back in together, like into our flat that I then like saw how much it was taken up. I mean, it was it was like cool to watch and like cool to hear about and stuff, but it's also quite difficult because like we like we moved in together in like end of January and like you know since then like we didn't have a moment to just like relax and like actually enjoy having moved in together. It was like go 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 because Josh Agreed. has an Iron Man, which like I'll be honest was quite difficult. It was like probably the worst time in like where I wanted to like, you know, have sit down meals or like spend quality time with you. Like you weren't here. And I like, I had moved from like my family home to like your family, like hometown. Yeah. And to like- You didn't know anyone. I didn't anyone. know anyone. I didn't have any friends here. Um, I then like left my job as well. So like, it wasn't like I was seeing people on the regular. So then I was like quite lonely at the start, not gonna lie. But like I like I knew why you were doing it It wasn't like to spite me or anything. It was just really awkward timing and it just it didn't really help our like the early stages of us living together.
0: Agreed. It was very difficult. And that's kind of maybe what we wanted to talk about Mm. today, really, because there were lots of ups and downs. You know, even if we were just to think about what our weekends looked like. I don't think many people would enjoy those weekends, you know, because Ironman. It's not just something you can train three days a week for, you know. It's six days a week, and most days you'll be training twice a day. Well, I was anyway, you know. You'd you'd maybe I, I had a plan put together, and it would mean that I would be potentially you know doing an hour's bike in in the morning, and then maybe a, a thirty-minute swim in the evening, at the beginning, and then towards the end, when we got into the final month or two of Ironman.
1: Yeah, it was just crazy.
0: It was crazy, wasn't it? We had weekends where it was like, oh, um, Saturday, I'm going out and I'm doing an 80-mile bike ride, and then I'm going to jump off the bike and do just, just a quick 20-minute run off the bike, and then on Sunday, I'm going to be doing a 18-mile run and you know friday evenings were my long swim where i'd maybe do an hour hour and 15 minutes in the pool yeah it it made it very difficult mm.
1: um i think it's it's quite a lonely sport yeah like i know people there are groups of people that like train together and blah blah but until you've kind of like found your feet and maybe done like a few of them you aren't really to know like where you sit yeah do you I, know what I mean? Was really and so worried. it's it's difficult to know like who to train with, and like that sort of thing when you don't even know like what kind of like time you should be aiming for or like things like that. You're trying to like keep up the pace of people in front of you, but actually like you don't know whether like you should be or you should be like just taking it at your own pace because that's fine too.
0: Yeah, I found it very difficult because I knew how much people trained for these events, and To be honest, the willpower aspect of it, some days you do, you're just like, I don't want to do this. Mm. You know, there definitely were days in there, but you just, you crack on and you do it. But that put strain on our relationship. You can imagine if you're going out for an 80 mile bike ride and it's going to take you, you know, five hours, six hours. You know, plus there's all the prep time because it's not just like you wake up in the morning and you, you know You
1: go. You go. You take like an hour to get ready, then you need to like fuel correctly. Then like if you're like on the on the bike, you need to like set up the bike properly. So like it would usually be like seven and a half hours yeah. if not more. It was
0: all day, wasn't it?
1: Um and obviously like when that falls on a weekend, every weekend and like you want to spend quality time together it's just like oh brilliant like here we go again <laughs>
0: yeah our quality time was i would get back in the evening we'd have a pizza and i'd be so exhausted i could barely
1: you'd barely like speak a word you you were quite moody or like naturally like obviously because you were so exhausted like mentally and physically like you almost just want to come home and like not speak to anyone which like I underst- I understood, but at the same time, I was like, I'm fucking miserable, I'm lonely, I yeah. have no one to speak to, like, my family are, like, 45 minutes away, which doesn't sound like like a lot, but...
0: We could barely afford petrol. Yeah,
1: like, we were not in a good place, like, financially. Iron Man was, like, costing a lot of a lot. <laughs> money. Um, I didn't realise
0: how much of a financial commitment it would be. Really, I was quite naive in that sense. Yeah, I would say if you want to do an Ironman, you want to be able to purchase the ticket, which I would say is five six hundred pounds. And I would say if you're starting from scratch, you probably need two and a half thousand. Yeah, I'd say.
1: Well, probably more because you need to buy a bike, a decent bike.
0: I'm even thinking allocating a thousand pounds for a bike, a second hand one that will get you a pretty mid-tier second-hand bike you know yeah true and then all of your fueling and whatever so it was a big financial commitment it was a big you know commitment to our you know relationship and there were points where we were trying to like meet in the middle weren't we where I was saying I need to do five and a half hours on the bike today and you were saying I just want quality time can we just go and do something together and there'd be like times where I'd be like okay well how about we do this I'll get the when I say the turbo trainer that's basically like a almost
1: like a stationary bike yeah, yeah
0: it's a bit more than a spin bike because you can connect it up to your laptop and it's actually like if you're going up a hill it will make it harder and and you use your gears as you would on a normal bike basically so when I say the turbo that's what I mean and so I'd say okay well I'll get the turbo out and I'll put the turbo out in mum's back garden and we'll do a barbecue and by do a barbecue i mean i will sit on the bike and just be present for six hours and and you guys to be
1: honest like it it wasn't like the same like it the cycling
0: or the or the like time together the
1: time together like it's difficult because like i don't want anyone to listen to this and just think that I'm not like supportive because I am oh yeah absolutely. and like I know that you'll you're going to want to do like many more things like this in the future but I think now I know what to expect I would plan accordingly but like I never signed up for it agreed do you know what I mean like I never like said yeah let's do this together Josh kind of just did it and then like told me about it which is like fine like, he doesn't need to ask for my permission or anything it's just like it's such a huge like commitment like you know I would have to like cook for him all the time clean up blah blah like which I'm happy to do but like when you're doing all of that and you're not even getting quality time together it's just like you're a living in maid yeah um which is difficult and like especially when you've like you've just moved in together and all you want is to like do all the nice like coupley bits together and like you know go out on a weekend and like go for a nice walk and like you you like you can't do that unless you go at like 5am yeah or like yeah I was gonna say late at night but you're probably still like training at that point so it was yeah it was fine like we made it work but it was difficult because like when we would then try and like fit in the time to yeah like have an evening together or something there's also like other factors of like your family want to spend time with you like one-on-one time with you your friends want not spend one-on-one time with you and you fit like you physically could not fit that in and I don't think like I think your mum understood yeah because like she cycles and stuff and like she's into that like the sports and like things like that but I think a lot of other people felt like I was being selfish like I was not allowing you to do these things and like didn't realize that actually like he does not have the time and like when he does like we want to spend like two hours just like as a couple because living together and actually spending quality time together are two very different things that you might not realize until you're in that position because I remember having this conversation I can't remember if it was with you or not but I was like once we've once we're like in the flat together, like it will be different like even if we do our own things, like we'll still be like in each other's company you're not
0: it was completely <laughs> transactional our, yeah. our interactions at that point were you know, and the thing is you you did brilliantly, and sometimes I would come in and be so insensitive, not on purpose, but you know i I remember the the time I did a I decided, right, I'm going to take a day off holiday from work. And that day was then dedicated to, right, okay, I'm going to do some serious training. And so I like faffed around in the morning. So I was like, oh, it's holiday, blah, 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 you know. And I didn't get on the bike until midday. And I was due to do about 100, 110 miles, something like that. And that was going to take me up to Leicester and back. So if you go from, you know, Northampton to Leicester and back, you'll kind of see how far I was going. In the car
1: it's a long journey.
0: (laughs) Yeah, in the car it's a long journey, yeah. So I was cycling there and this was still in the winter time, really. Yeah. You know, and so I was out cycling and it started to go dark at maybe six, half six, and I'd done it on a Monday, which was incredibly stupid because nowhere was open. So I I left with a bit of food and some drinks.
1: I think it was a bank. Was it a bank holiday? I
0: can't. No, I wouldn't have gone on a bank holiday, but I think it was just a Monday or or something like that. And I only had a limited amount of food and I was cycling around everywhere. I was trying to stop at pubs, uh, at corner shops, at whatever. It, it just felt like everything was closed yeah. and I ended up having to, I, I can't remember where I was cycling through. I, I think I'd, I'd gone up to Leicester and I, I was kind of on my way back again. And I was like, I've done 50 odd miles now and I've done it on like a couple of gels and a few bars and I have no fluids left. I was like, I am, I, I remember being on the bike, it was raining and I was getting cold and I, I wasn't cold as in like temperature cold. You know, when you're kind of- You're get, running
1: out of energy yeah, cold. Yeah. And you're
0: like beginning to shake. Yeah. And I was cycling through, I don't know where it was. And there was a McDonald's. It w- it was a fairly big town. I want to say may- maybe it was somewhere around rugby. Okay. I think, I think maybe I'm getting confused. By past a McDonald's. And I was like, right, I'm going to cycle for five more minutes. If I do not see anything, I'm gonna go into the into the McDonald's and and I'm gonna have to fuel this on a on a Mackey's, which was not good. I yeah. I ended up stopping at a, a m It had a like cafe. It, it was an
1: was wasn't it? No, We're Morrison's. Morrison's. Uh, Morrison's. Yeah. And you ended up having a bloody burger anyway
0: because that's all they did. And and anyway, I then it then took ages for the food to come. Whatever. I had my food. I then started to cycle back again, bearing in mind it's raining. It was just a horrible day for it. I just got pissed on the whole time. And then I started coming down back towards where we live. I I maybe had a final 20 miles and it was going dark. And I had called both you and
1: No, you hadn't called me.
0: Hadn't I? No. Or maybe I dropped... I thought I dropped you a text saying... Like, it's, it, I'm cutting it fine because the you sun's s- going down. You, te-
1: you text, you messaged me um, a little while before because you were like, am I better off taking the country roads or the, like, main road? I
0: think it was the A5 yeah. or something, yeah. Um, I was like, there's lorries on it and it's wet, you know, but it's more direct. And it, then I was like, oh, you want me
1: to pick you up? And then you're like, no, it's fine, I'm gonna, and then I can't remember what, which one you took and then Josh didn't tell me this at the time but then it came to light a few weeks later that he'd called his mum to come and drop him off some food and he didn't
0: No 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 mum didn't drop me off food i mum came and dropped off lights so she dropped off lights so that I could be seen on the road she just happened to have a couple of donuts and things with with her Um, and then yeah so long and short this story was it was a terrible day I timed it terribly I was cycling in the pissing rain it was going dark I was on this dual carriageway, effectively just trying to get home as as quick as possible Mm -hmm. and then you know usually when people say oh you know you go out and do exercise you get this endorphin rush my god i had the opposite i got off that bike and i was like thank god that is over yeah and i came upstairs and um
1: i had cooked dinner for you it was like 10 10 p.m at this point i'd already eaten
0: was it no surely it it wasn't 10 it would have been way too dark yeah
1: no it was was it yeah
0: well, who knows? Who yeah. I, I'll be honest, I'm I'm getting confused as to what the timings were. All I know is it was dark, I was soaked through, my legs were killing me and you would cook dinner and you had already eaten because I think I'd said just eat because I'm going to be so late. Yeah. And then I came in and you had made...
1: I'd made like stuffed peppers with um, like lots of veggies and like some like cheese cheese and like beans and like stuff in there because i thought not baked beans no not like baked beans like you know like what are they called because i thought that's like a good dinner because like you might think that you're really really hungry after like you do something like that but like your eyes are like oh my god i could eat like a fucking cow right now but then like you actually start eating you're like oh i'm full pretty quickly yeah and I knew that happened with you like all the time so I thought it's better that you have like a small amount of food but it's like good nutritious food because that's what you need to then like get a good night's sleep and for your body to like recover and like help your muscles and stuff and Josh kind of just came in and like the first thing he said to me I was like oh like I made you dinner blah blah and like you were like stuffed peppers you were so so annoyed um in general anyway before you'd seen what I'd made for you for dinner because it of the journey and, like, the rain and everything. And you came over into the kitchen and you were just like, oh, fucking hell.
0: I did not say fucking hell. You did. I didn't.
1: And it, you're just like, oh, where are the carbs? And I was yeah. just like, oh, you want carbs? Make carbs yourself, you fucking prick.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think that might be a proper quote yeah. for you there. I'm pretty certain you did tell me to fuck off. I was as, annoyed. As you should. Because
1: I'd been cooking for you every night and I'd, like... I'd been trying, like, different dinners, blah, blah. And, like, some days you were always, like, more hungry, which is why we always bloody had pizzas in the freezer. Some days you would, like, eat a tiny amount and then you wouldn't finish it. And I just thought, like, I know you'd eaten a burger, like, not ages ago. So I thought, let's get you some veggies. Yeah. And I thought a little bit of cheese, like, you'll enjoy it. But, yeah.
0: It was lovely. But, yeah, that's just kind of one day in the life where you can imagine how annoyed you would be where you've thought right oh josh has got a day off so he'll get up early and go out and do this cycle and we might yeah, be able to have dinner together. you were meant
1: to you were yeah. meant to you just like overslept and then like weren't feeling it and i like because that's I, the thing it would that would happen like quite a lot is like josh would be like oh i'm gonna get up at like seven go on a bike at like eight i'll be back for like two or three and he would never be back for like two or three it would always get to like half six and then even then you then like need to get ready blah blah and i'm like the whole day's gone at that point yeah yeah it was it was tough and like it was difficult because you didn't even have the time to like come home and then like cook yourself dinner or something because you were also like doing a nine to five. So I was like sometimes cooking you dinner, making you lunch and like doing the food shop by myself, doing the cleaning by myself, doing the washing by myself. Just running everything. Just running absolutely everything, which was tough. Tough, yeah.
0: So what have our takeaways been from Iron Man? I mean, we don't just want to spend the rest of the podcast bitching and moaning about how hard the (laughs) training schedule was and we don't mean to put anyone off either because it was a great experience I'd love to do it again but just be warned you know if you're doing it on your own you're going to struggle I do think you really need some support there I'm sure some people do it on their own and hats off to you I don't know how but if you are doing it and you have a partner you need to run it by them but what have our takeaways been one thing I wanted to ask is do you think your mental health was positively or negatively impacted from Iron Man?
1: Um negatively, definitely. But I think that was because I was having a hard time as it was anyway, and so I think not having you there for like most of the time just didn't help.
0: Moved to a new place. Oh yeah, I moved own. to a new
1: place by myself. And like, it literally felt like I'd moved by myself because you were barely here. Yeah. And so I was struggling because of that. So yeah, I would say negatively, but not because the Iron Man was a bad thing or because I didn't support you doing it because I do. It just, it was just really difficult and I wasn't mentally prepared for it either. Yeah.
0: yeah. You didn't get a say in the sign up. No. I just said, by the way, I'm, I've signed up for this. I'm going to do it. And you were like, oh, okay. Yeah. So if we were to do it again, how would you do things differently?
1: The position that we would like to be in a couple of years from now is to be working for ourselves full-time anyway. And with that, yeah, you will be working longer hours and stuff, but hopefully like you will have the flexibility to choose your schedule a little bit more because yeah. you know before you're working a nine-to-five, and you were doing your professional qualifications and you were doing Ironman. It was just, it was simply too much. Whereas if you could do a bit more training, like in the day, it wouldn't eat into so much of our like couple time.
0: Completely agree.
1: Um, And I think now I know what to expect. I know quite simply to just like not hang around for you. Yeah. I think as well, like, We want to move from, like, where we are anyway because, to be honest, like, there isn't much going on here. Like, we want to move to a city and I think... Not London, though. No, not London. And I think us doing that will allow both of us to, like, make new friends but also to be more independent in that way. Because, like, at the moment, when I am, like, doing things by myself or whatever, like, there's only so much I can do where we live and it just becomes a little bit boring.
0: Oh yeah. Where where we live is very boring.
1: Yeah. And I don't particularly like surrounding like towns either. So I'm like what's the point in going there because I don't enjoy it.
0: Yeah, we don't particularly, you know, get much from going to MK or Northampton, so it it definitely it just, made it difficult yeah. for you. Yeah.
1: So what about you?
0: Um, I think both questions did it impact well how did it impact my mental health positively because the training I was always getting an endorphin high I was always improving I'm someone that I set a goal and I like to work towards it and so I would say it impacted my mental health positively in terms of the physical exercise but then it did impact my mental health negatively because I didn't have that time to, you know, spend quality time with anyone. You know, it, it did lead to some tensions in, you know, my personal life between family, you, friends, you know, because everyone's trying to see you. And when you go, I have four hours on X day. It's, it's very hard to fit everyone in. And I was trying to do things where I would try and kill two birds with one stone where I'd be like, oh, like Charlotte, my mates are, you know, wanting to see me. Let's all go out together. And I was hoping that would be quality time for everyone when, you know, sometimes the boys just want boy time and you just want couple time. And you can't have both. You know, you can't do both at the same time. We can't get quality couple time whilst we're also down the pub with with the boys. Mm. So that was difficult as well. So that did negatively impact my headspace because I, I felt like I couldn't... I just couldn't figure it out, really. And overall, though, I would say it was a positive experience. I enjoyed it. I'd do it again.
1: I think next time, though, I think you need to, like set boundaries in place with people Mm. because i like i think there are like a few people in your life that actually understand like what it is like your family like when we were going around like your brother your sister your mom like they saw that you were like busy all the time but like people outside of that like didn't see and so like they know that like oh you're you're training all the time blah blah like you are training all the time yeah like Yeah, you literally have, like, two or three hours spare of a week. And, like, (laughs) you might need to do the food (laughs) shop. Like, sometimes you don't have that time. And I think next time you do something like this, it will probably be more challenging knowing you anyway. And so I think there needs to be, like, quite clear and firm boundaries put in place where it's, like, I'm not going to be able to do anything or see anyone for a little while. But these are, like, when I can, like, schedule people in so that you're keeping people happy but like focused on your training
0: yeah and one thing I did want to touch on that I haven't heard many people speak about in terms of Ironman and no one really asked me this question after it either but I think this is a really uh, the biggest takeaway for me from this event was afterwards the couple of weeks after Iron Man. I was so low. You were. I really was. It. It was. I. I think you know. The weekend after I came back, we were sat around the house, and I was so grumpy, wasn't I? And I was like,
1: "You were just really argumentative for about like a month and a half."
0: Surely not. That
1: no, long. like you were. It was.
0: I know like, the first couple of. I weeks. know that
1: sounds quite dramatic, but like you were in such a low, like headspace because obviously you've been training towards this thing for like a year you've reached it you've got that like endorphin high at like you know 11 p.m at night after drinking how many Red Bulls and then you wake up the next day and you're like fuck what am I meant to do now
0: that's what it was I came back and didn't know what to do and I think I said to you that first weekend I said should we just start the businesses I was uh, I need to work on something let's do something and you said. No, you said we're going to have a couple of weeks, you know, where we chill and don't yeah. do anything. And I found that really difficult and Yeah,
1: we we couldn't really relax because you you just you're not a relaxed person. You're quite yeah, you always need to be doing something or you always need to be working towards a goal, which is cool.
0: But, but it's tar-
1: somef- It's tiring to be around It's sometimes. something for me to work on, yeah.
0: definitely. But that's maybe something I wanted to touch on is, is I think I can apply that to other things as well where mm. the learning for me, and I hope anyone that's listening to this podcast understands this as well. If you set yourself a big goal, when you achieve it, nothing will substantially change. It won't mm. make you happier. It won't... Uh, there's that... Um, podcast with johnny wilkinson after he won the world cup Mm. every boy's childhood dream and then he said the next day he was completely depressed yeah you know because i think this this happens for a lot of people where they set their sights on this goal and they think once they hit it
1: they'll be happy
0: something's going to change but that's not how it works yeah and that was my biggest learning from it everyone talks about the actual event and stuff like that and maybe it's it's too deep of a question to ask straight off the back but sorry the bat but if someone was to ask me you know what did you learn from it that's that's a really good question and no one's asked it of me yeah and my learning is that actually i need to stop putting such weight into into these goals it's almost like i hold my happiness back until i Hit that goal, yeah. And I remember when I hit it, when I crossed the line, I cried.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, it was such a weird feeling. But yeah, that was my main takeaway: was I put too much weight into these goals, and when I hit them, you know, if, if you can't be happy during the process, you're, you're not
1: gonna be happy afterwards.
0: Yeah, you're you're not gonna be happy afterwards. So I guess that really wraps up the kind of Ironman experience in a nutshell, to be honest. I I, I hope people can kind of take away from that, that setting these big goals, firstly, you need to have people on board. And secondly, that these goals don't necessarily mean that they're going to make you happier. You know, I would definitely do it again but i definitely think i learned a lot from from that experience. Do you think you learned?
1: Yeah. Yeah, i definitely did. I think we learned a lot about our relationship as well. Yeah. Um and i think like coming out the other side of it, i think it's made our communication a lot better.
0: I've learned a lot more about how i function as a person though. The fact that the next weekend i was like we need to set another goal and i need to start working was
1: you ju- you're you just like that as a person like you couldn't have like a whole day of like not doing anything.
0: Do you mean like sitting around the house? Yeah. Like just watching TV?
1: Well like anything. Yeah you couldn't just have like a relaxed day or like a movie day.
0: Yeah I'd I'd struggle. I could do it for a few hours. Yeah but, but then
1: you would like need to get up and like do something.
0: Is that something you'd maybe like me to do?
1: Well yeah but also like I find I personally get burnt out so quickly. So, like, trying to keep up with you, like, to me, it's too much. Yeah. Like, all the time, like, we started this podcast, and, like, we both wanted to do it for, like, the past year or so, but... um.
0: We were talking about we, it during yeah, Iron Man. We were
1: talking about it, like, oh, when we finish, we're going to start the podcast, blah, blah. And then, like, at the same time, we've started my business, your business. You're still working a nine-to-five. And it's like, like, fuck, we've done it again. It's like, we've not even learned from our own mistakes. Do you not think?
0: I feel like we prioritize our time a lot better now. Certainly couple time.
1: Sometimes. Do you not think?
0: Because one of the takeaways I found from Iron Man was I wasn't putting in enough time into our relationship Now we do have every week a date night.
1: Yeah, like we do have the actual time now. I just find because you're that sort of person that when we do like do those things together, like your mind is always elsewhere because you want to be doing something else. I think that's probably quite common of people like you though.
0: Where do you think my mind is?
1: I think your mind is thinking about like work, what you could be doing. Thinking about yeah just like other shit
0: you you have raised this before and you've said to me josh can we not talk business or ideas or plans all the time like you you've had to say like when we're having a meal can we just like catch up yeah you know more so than oh by the way i've had this thought what do you think about this yeah because there
1: was a point where josh was like it was all the time and like to me like that's where i find i like lose interest in something or
0: when it's nonstop when it is
1: nonstop like i need to have that time away from it to then like think about it in my own time but if i'm like working and then like being bombarded with like ideas and questions i then don't have a minute to even think for myself yeah and like we don't even have a chance to have a conversation just us to like oh like how are you Do you know what I mean?
0: So just a final question before we kind of wrap up. As someone who supported me, you know, through the majority of of the Iron Man, what would be your tips for if if any other person was going through a similar thing? You know, you're kind of the support crew. What would be your non-negotiables? You know, would you say even if you're doing the ironman you need to take one day off and spend quality time with with your partner do, do
1: yeah you i think it depends on the relationship and on like that couple's requirements from a relationship but i would say like make sure that the person who is doing an ironman or a similar kind of event like has a strict schedule like not just for like the relationship but for them it will help so much yeah and then like schedule time in even if it is like a few hours every week to do something whether that's like go out for dinner or like stay in and just like chat or play card games or like whatever it might be like I think you need that and a chance to like sit down and communicate about how you're doing because it's so easy when you're doing an Man or an event similar or just to, any big goal. Yeah, any big It's not goal just Iron
0: Man really.
1: To just get caught up in it and then next thing you know, it's been three months and you've not checked in with each other, like how are you finding it? Like it's quite stressful, isn't it? So I think you need to have that kind of open communication both ways. Like if you are doing an Iron Man for example and your partner is like raising concerns, like <laughs> it's probably not because they're not supportive. It's just really tough on like the other person as well yeah
0: absolutely I think just kind of my two kind of wrapping up thoughts number one I hope people have taken away that actually just because you see things online you know when you see people achieving things doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going swimmingly for that person we had a lot of ups and downs during the Iron Man experience and people only focus on the end results and they they kind of think, oh well that person must have, you know, their life together because they're achieving XYZ but it came at a detriment to our relationships with each other, friends and family, etc. So I guess that ties into like social media culture, but really don't don't put so much weight into what you think other people are doing. Yeah. And then number two i have noticed um when i've been speaking to friends family etc about this over the last few months because i did it a few months ago now i've had a few conversations i can now tell the people that i'm i'm not using this as a blanket rule for everyone
1: but people who actually care about you
0: no not care about me people that will be good in a relationship have asked how when i found it how you found yeah. it they're the people i know that i completely agree consider their partner's feelings because there's been some people that just talk to me about it and they're just focused on the event yeah and then there's a few people that we've spoken to that almost go oh yeah events cool how did you find it charlotte
1: yeah i do agree i think it's just like an age thing and mm. also like yeah I think unless you've been in a relationship where you've had to, like, go through, like, something similar or stressful or whatever, you're more aware of how much it can affect the other person. Yeah. Because yeah. it is like a, it's like a joint effort. Like, I'm not running the race, but I'm, like, helping you get there, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. it's Not it's to, not like, take run- credit, but... um i do agree like i i noticed that i was actually going to say that um because i remember a few weeks ago when we were in london like a few people asked how i found it and like was it difficult and i think that was probably one of the first times someone had actually asked me yeah like during the training no one said how are you finding it how are you getting on it was always like how are you finding it yeah which is fine but I was probably struggling a lot more mentally than you were. So like I needed that.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so that's kind of just been our takeaway from uh Iron Man. We hope you found it useful. It, you know, it doesn't just apply to triathlon events, but any big goal really. You know, check in with your partner. It's not a a one-man band that that achieves these things. You know, it definitely was a team effort and there was a lot of learning for our relationship in there Um, and we've we hope you enjoyed it
1: stay tuned for our next episode which I think we have decided to change it to Thursdays now just to let you all know
0: yeah new episodes will be coming out Thursday as we release this on a Friday but yeah new episodes oh, on a thursday oh yeah, it's friday today friday. yeah it's friday yeah we we are trying our best um <laughs> but yeah we are we've put in some more rigid plans to make sure we get these out to you every thursday from now on all right thank you guys
1: thanks
0: wow you've made it to the outro again thank you for listening guys Just a quick reminder, if you could give us a follow or a rating on whatever platform you're listening on, that would really help us grow. And if you do want to get in contact with us, remember, you can email us on learninglostpod at yahoo.com or you can reach us on Instagram at learninglostpod. We really hope you have enjoyed today's episode and we'll hear from you again soon.